Hello, this is Bill O'Connor again, the Genius Hours Innovation Podcast. I think this is number four. I am walking my dog again. It says it tells you something about life when you get around to the podcast when you're walking your dog. It speaks to a busy life, but it's fun, so that's cool. Um, I want to talk today about something I've been thinking about, about innovation. It's a little more theoretical than some of the other stuff, uh, some of the more practical techniques, but I think it's, I think it could be pretty important. Um, and I call it the, the garden and the jungle, two views of innovation. And I guess this is kind of modeled in a way on Eric Raymond's essay, uh, back in the day called the cathedral and the bazaar. And it was a lot about very influential essay uh, about open source software and software development and, you know, if you ask sort of a, a internet innovation nerd like me going back a ways, um, a lot of people will say, of course, it was very influential. And really, it was just an essay describing two different approaches to, in this case, software development. So um, I was thinking, so segueing to the garden versus the jungle, I was thinking probably about two weeks ago about, maybe a little more, about why, again... So many corporations, so many smart people, so many nice people, so much experience, so much brand reach, so much money, uh, global networks, etc. What really um, are some of the reasons that they're not innovating or not innovating nearly as much as they could? And I started getting this image in my mind and it was around, this is leading up to the garden and the jungle, and it was sort of around the idea of um, outside the company, uh, it's scary. And I think it's always, for anyone that knows my 20-part system of things in a company you have to do and measure and improve, the flashpoint, the first one really outside the company, is launching potential innovations. And I was really thinking, what is it that makes executives so afraid? And that's really the word of launching uh, innovations. And I got this image of like the garden and the jungle and the idea that, you know, inside a company, you could say it's more, think what, think about the dynamics of a garden, right? In particular, think of those big, beautiful gardens. You see, you see them a lot in England or in Japan. You'll see them here. Any well-tended, large, beautiful garden. Um, if you think about that and some of its characteristics, and again, think of this in terms of what it's like inside a company. But first, the, the part of the metaphor, that's the garden. A garden, you have control. Um, human beings control most of what happens. You know, there's obviously insects and stuff and nature, but you can control a lot of it. You know, what grows where. You can fence it off. You can control who gets in there. You can, to some degree, control what animals get in there. You can control things like watering. You can rotate things in and out. You can even charge for it. There's a lot of control in a garden, right? If whether it's a nonprofit, it's just at somebody's house, um, you know, a large house, I'm thinking, or, you know, a public space. A garden is a place, I mean, it's nature, certainly, and it's alive, but there's a lot of control you can exert, certainty, control. Um, and then I thought, well, the minute you leave the company, like picture we have Project X and we're ready to launch it. 
uh, the minute you leave that company with Project X, you go from the garden to the jungle, really. And so what is it like in a jungle? If you think about trying to trying to cultivate a garden, right? That's the situation I just described. If you are out in the jungle, if you're trying to survive, if you're trying to cultivate the jungle, or, you know, you're an explorer back in the day, uh, trying to establish a foothold in the jungle in some way, what are the characteristics of the jungle? They're basically opposite of that of the garden. And the jungle to me, of course, is the marketplace, especially the market when you think about it with innovation. So some of the characteristics of the jungle are unpredictability, lack of control, potential danger everywhere, you know, dynamic changeability, all those things, you know. And if you think about it, think about the feeling you have strolling through a beautiful garden. Oh, it's relaxing. It's calm, right? Your blood pressure goes down. And picture walking through an unknown jungle, potentially hostile jungle. In fact, you have to sort of assume a jungle is hostile until proven otherwise to some degree. So that's the opposite in a way. You know, you have to, what do you have to do uh, to do a garden well? Among other things, you have to plan. It's more like the farming model. It's sort of like farming versus hunter-gatherer. So, you know, you have to plan things. You have to monitor things. It's much more of a calm experience. You're in the jungle. Um, you have to be much more alert. You have to be much more changeable. Terrible things can happen right away. Amazing things can happen right away. You know, on the other side, you probably won't make much discovery in a garden, unless you're Charles Darwin, maybe, because you're the one planting everything. The garden is basically a reflection of you. And the jungle, part of the reason, in the metaphor anyway, uh, it's part of the reason uh, it's even worth going into metaphorically is because of the amazing discoveries we could make. Um, And so I think that parallel holds as well. So I started thinking about this idea that uh, if I polled, let's say, 10 CEOs and asked them kind of described, you know, what they want out of an innovation program, the adjectives and the, the feeling they want is that of a garden. It's the level of control of a garden. And I think that's part of it. That's partly why it's almost the metaphor would be almost like, you know, the executive is like a person that likes plants and flowers and nature. And just to, you know, make it a schematic metaphor, it's like, okay, so they're on the grounds of the garden, and then there's that exit to the garden that literally leads onto a jungle. Think of it that way. They could go there one time, and then, you know, some crazy noise, something comes roaring out of a tree towards them, and they get the hell out of there, and they might think, I'm not going to go back there anytime soon. That's kind of what I've noticed over the last eight years, 500 innovation engagements, 200 companies, 40 countries. Um, there's a lot of that, you know, yeah, yeah, well, we launched something and then, you know, it's been kind of hard and it's certainly, they often, they usually don't establish anything to, in other words, create a real innovation. Um, so I think that, so what's the prescription? That's the descriptive side. So to wrap that side up, it occurs to me that executives, even innovation people, I mean, you think about what, think about what the innovation team and the lab and the fund really is. It's kind of garden-like. It has kind of a playfulness about it, which is great. But everything feels, you know, you go to, you visit these things. I've visited, I guess, dozens of them at this point. So think of the innovation uh, lab in which sits the team and also the fund, if there's a fund. And think what it's like. It's like it's all controlled. It's beautiful. There's, you know, kombucha and like artisanal you know, pastries and fruit. 
it's kind of like going to a beautiful garden. And I understand why the impulse is to make these places nice. First of all, innovation is important. Most executives get that. And second, it really is so scary in a way when you really do it. But I think they want to say like, look, 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 look at this beautiful space we're creating. You know, please innovate. <laughs> and um, but I think the effect that's created is that of really of a garden where there's this element of control and safety. And if you really don't have to launch a lot, then it really is kind of safe. Um, and then again, to wrap up the metaphor, out in the jungle, um, man, I think that's a whole other uh, environment, the jungle of real innovation. You launch something, and because it's new, there's unforeseen legal problems, or there's quality problems, or the channel of the pipeline doesn't like it, right? Maybe there's some social uh, you know, uh, blowback if you're a consumer company, or it just doesn't sell, or it cannibalizes something else, right? Um, or you think it takes your eye off the ball and this new thing is taking up executive time and you get blindsided from the other side. There's a million things that can happen, right? Kind of like a jungle, especially threats coming out of nowhere. You know, you don't think about being in a dark garden, right? Usually in a garden during the day, right? When it's de facto light out. When you think of a jungle, you probably think of it being dark, either at night, literally, or it's just kind of dark because it's a jungle. Darkness literally and figuratively, uh, can mean lack of vision. Uh, you're literally not seeing what's coming. So I think that really does kind of describe the feeling of the sense of sensibility of, of, of trying to launch innovative things into the world. It is like being in a jungle. So the prescriptive side of all this, I think, is, and I'm just testing this out in this sort of thought experiment you know, verbal essay on the podcast, but I'm going to start talking to executives about it and also my team at the SF Vault. I think one thing to think about is um, to really just, you know, let people know about this dichotomy, the garden and the jungle, and sort of run the thesis by them about, uh, hey, how's it going? Oh, that was a, that was a friend of mine. Um, real life podcast drama. Um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so run it by people and, and, and see what they agree, if they agree. And I actually think the practical part of this, say I was talking to like a VP at a, at a big company, would be to um, get them to, if, if, you got, if they agreed that, yeah, you know, you're right, real innovation, you know, inside the company is one thing, but launching it and trying to make it succeed, et cetera, it's more like a jungle. I think that it it's, would be almost like a therapy session in a way. We would say like, yeah, don't, don't you think that this presumption even if it's a deeply held but kind of invisible feeling, this presumption everything should be garden-like and controllable. Um, when that doesn't happen, as it cannot happen outside the company, because that's the jungle, um, maybe uh, to be more proactive, it would just be a mindset shift now that I think of it. And the execs would say, oh, okay. Um, ipso facto, if we change, if we change our mentality, and say, oh, it is like a jungle. It's rough, it's unpredictable, it's dangerous, it's scary, but there's incredible potential. Um, maybe we won't be so gun-shy to launch things. Maybe we won't be so uh, reflexively timid after we launch something and it, quote-unquote, fails. So I think, that could be, um, I think that could be part of it. So anyway, that's just my 10-minute uh, podcast thinking. Um, I'm probably going to write about this in more detail. would love to know what you guys think about it. But that's the basic idea. I think that 
innovation is viewed uh, as if it is a controllable, safe, and you know, filled with certainty garden, when in reality, the actual innovation, especially establishing something in the world that's new or different, that has a significant impact, actual innovation is more like a jungle. <laughs> it's an environment that is unpredictable, potentially threatening, uh, much less controllable, and um, therefore really antithetical to that of the garden. Another way to put it is to say, the way corporations especially are setting up and have set up their innovation efforts, it is, uh, it is, it is, it is garden-philic, right? Is that the right word? Uh, it's gar- gar- gardenocentric, garden-centric. Um, when in reality, this is actually getting more interesting as I'm talking about it, um, what would it look like to set up your innovation efforts, lab, team, fund, etc., um, and throughout the organization, uh, more like a jungle, or at least jungle-ready, quick-moving, expecting danger, you know, being brave, that's part of it too, realizing you don't have a lot of control or visibility. I think that could be something there, and it might be a way to do some sort of a scorecard or something. Um, if you could set your company up, I mean, if you imagine two companies most or all other things being equal and one of them is set up in the traditional garden way where everything's safe and quiet and nice you know and there's like the best coffee in the world there and then beanbag chairs and the other one is set up maybe with that stuff too but more of a jungle attitude of like yeah but we're out there we're expecting you know to get hit we're expecting challenges we we recruit for bravery and we know there's there's no certainty we have all these predictive tools that we change on the fly I, I feel like that could be a way to maybe break out of this stasis where companies don't innovate a lot. So anyway, to end, and if I were a better podcast person, I guess I would play Guns N' Roses' Welcome to to the Jungle right now. Um, but just imagine that I've done that. Um, maybe that'll be my the head of my article. So anyway, anyone listening to this would love to hear what you think. If you agree that the garden and the jungle, two different ways to look at innovation, maybe the jungle is better, um, would love to talk to you about it. Signing off... Um, for the Genius Hours podcast number four. And uh, especially if you've gotten this far, um, thanks very much for listening.